Today we're going to talk about how do you achieve peace in your family law case. Hi, I'm Tom March with the March Law Firm in Orlando, Florida, and welcome to the Healthy Family Law Attorney. So PEACE, I'm going to jump right in. P-E-A-C-E is an acronym used by the courts and lawyers to follow in how do you organize a family law case. So I'm going to tell you right up front, P stands for parenting issues, E stands for equitable distribution, A stands for alimony, C for child support, and the last E is everything else. So why do we do it this way? All right, parenting issues. First, the kids are the most important thing in the case. They're of infinite value. You can't put a dollar figure on children. You wanna focus on the kids' issues first. That's the big picture, but the reality is you have to determine the parenting issues, the equitable distribution, and the alimony before you can get to child support. So you can't jump right in and, and try to determine what the child support's gonna be. Why? Parenting issues. That's the number of overnights and the time-sharing plan. You're gonna have a parenting plan that you put together. And so the overnights, whether it's 50, 50, 60, 40, whatever, go into the child support guidelines as one of the factors. Next is things like who pays for the health insurance premium for the children, who pays for daycare, um, before school, after school care, all of those expenses also go into calculating the child support guidelines. There's a lot of other issues in the parenting plan that you get to. I've done prior videos on that. You know, you wanna, is there a right of first refusal? Uh, what about holidays? What about uh, travel out of state or out of country? Who holds the passports? A lot of issues like that. Um, so watch that prior video, that'll help there. All right. Next is equitable distribution. How does that affect child support? Well, you may have assets in the form of CDs, money markets, brokerage accounts, bank accounts that are throwing off some interest or dividend income. That interest or dividend income is added to your gross income that is part of the child support guideline calculations. And also it impacts the A, which is alimony, because alimony, the number one and number two primary factors in every alimony case are one, do you have a financial ability to pay alimony? And two, do you or your spouse have a financial need to receive alimony? Any income thrown off of equitable distribution assets there uh, will help you either have a greater ability to pay alimony or less of a need to receive alimony. Okay, that's the P-E-A. Now we get to the C, child support. So those are the guidelines. So in the child support guidelines, you're looking at the gross income of both parents, and that includes any salary, any 1099 income, any K-2 income, any interest or dividends, like we said, from equitable distribution assets. And then you look at the number of overnights. So the more overnights you have with the children, the more child support you're gonna get, the greater the need, the less overnights, the less child support. 
And then you look at who's paying daycare and before and after school care, because that gets factored in the child support guidelines. And then alimony is considered like a tax almost. It's a deduction from gross income. So it lowers your gross income to determine the net income. And that's what's actually used in the child support guidelines. All right. So we've got PEAC, E is everything else, and that can include everything from attorney's fees, which is very important. Attorney's fees don't really affect child support. Um, it also can be uh, a mutual release language. So you make sure you have a clean break and there's no remaining issues between the parties. It might also be a non-disparagement clause or a confidentiality clause to keep these things confidential. Um, obviously, in a collaborative case, the marital settlement agreement and the parenting plan are not necessarily filed with the court, nor is the financial affidavit. So things are kept confidential far better in a collaborative case than a standard litigation case. And finally, you might want to have some provision for future disputes. What does that mean? So if there's a violation of the parenting plan or a violation of the marital settlement agreement, you might want to agree that you go to mediation first before you or your spouse, before you or your spouse initiates any further litigation, because that can save a lot of expense going forward. So how do we achieve peace in your family law case? We follow the peace acronym, which the court would do if it went to trial which the attorneys need to do if they're trying to figure out the order of what needs to be done first, second, third, and so forth in your case. So that's a quick primer on the PEACE acronym in family law cases. I hope you've enjoyed this. Please like and subscribe to the channel. I would love it if you hit that bell icon so you don't miss any future videos. Leave a comment or question. If you have any ideas for future videos, would love to hear that too. Okay, so without further ado, thanks so much and I will see you next time.